Hello and welcome to this week's solo episode of What You Think. And uh, the only thing I have to say is, yo, the Mandalorian is back, baby. And you know, a big part of why sometimes I guess we're incentivized to do the show or why I'm incentivized to do of the show is if a show is really good, you know, like it just hits the spot. And oh my God, if this episode or the season three opening of The Mandalorian it is like the perfect thing to start March. I think if there's any other thing to say, because man, I forgot how much how good the show really is. Um, I, I think I'll start off with this. I literally just came. I'm coming fresh off it. I saw it maybe five minutes ago, six minutes ago, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna. Uh, why disturb people's WhatsApp chat when I can just talk about it, and hopefully some of you enjoy listening to me talk about it. But I'll go non-spoilers on The Mandalorian Season 3 premiere, and then I'll go into a bit more spoiler territory. But, um, you know, I would say if you haven't seen The Mandalorian, or maybe you've seen two seasons of The Mandalorian, and you're not the biggest fan of it, I, I think you're probably not going to enjoy this. It's more of the same, but somehow done even better. Okay, uh, you know, I think you could. This would be a good entry point to The Mandalorian. I don't. I don't think you're gonna get much out of it. No, as much out of it as I did, having seen all the episodes. But if you haven't seen The Mandalorian, I think you could jump in here because they do have a recap at the beginning and they're doing a fresh new story. And everyone knows who Baby Yoda is. But yeah, uh, you know, Andor is, was great, but Andor is a very different kind of Star Wars, and I mean that in the nicest way possible. It is, you you sort of need fresh and new things especially when it comes to something as almost that can be stale like a 40 year old franchise or 40 however many years it is now but you know star wars is many things you can have that adult exploration into what a totalitarian fascist state really means but you can also have i don't say classic star wars but sort of the i don't want to say this um star Star, the Star Wars that I guess most people would know, which is, it's fun, it's all about that adventure, it has great moments of humour, you're seeing characters do cool things, uh, exploring new worlds and aliens, and oh my god, does this deliver in spades on all of that front, all on those fronts. Um, And, you know, I think going into Mandalorian Season 3, the biggest worry I had was Season 2 ended so great. And I think season one and two was just like a beautiful wrapped bow, this story about returning the child back, blah, 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 blah. So I didn't really see a direction going forward, but, you know, not only from the first scene I was hooked, I was like, oh, okay, this, okay, this good stuff. But by the end, I was like, okay, so this is the journey for season three, maybe even season four, who knows? And I am all locked in. So I'll, I'll be watching every week, probably when it drops, you know, I'll be waiting on Disney Plus. That's how jazzed I am and excited I am with when it came to this episode. I guess now I'll transition to a bit more of the spoiler thoughts I had. But oh my god, you know, a, a season, an, an opener to a season. If you don't sort of grab the audience by the hook immediately, you're kind of starting out limping, if that makes sense. And the beginning is just genius from a writing standpoint 
you ex- I mean, obviously everyone's thinking, ah, okay, this is just the story of how Din Djarin became a Mandalorian, blah, 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 blah. And okay, yeah, cool. Cool Star Wars-esque action scene. And it came out of nowhere. I was surprised too. Uh, you know, when that big Godzilla-looking thing came out. But oh my God, how good were the special effects there? You know what I wish? I wish they did it like in the second, the, the, uh, the premiere episode of the first Mandalorian when you had the um screen go large the aspect ratio change i kind of wish they did that because i really love that in the first one but it's fine it's such a small thing anyway um i forgot what i wanted to say oh yeah but obviously then the end you realize oh no this is not a flashback it, it just and just seeing mandalorian do such a wizard and boss move if this was a cinema the audience would just go insane it's really sad that they're not showing these episodes in cinemas because the quality of the 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 technical quality of the show i think on the big screen would look marvelous i'm really sad i'm watching this on my ipad and i have a big ipad it's not an ipad mini but yeah on a cinema on an imax screen could you just imagine and imagine the pop when you realize oh no that's the mandalorian lovely stuff also just a shout out i guess two things i want to shout out i think I think John Favreau, the writing has gotten a bit stronger. I feel you get a better pace. I remember in the first se- season two, especially, you're like, okay, it's kind of the same. You're going from here to there. It's a bit more westernized, drawn out. But this is kind of like bang, bang, bang. Lovely. First shout out. Second shout out is the composer, Joseph Shirley. You may not know this, but for the previous two seasons, you had Ludwig Govinson of Black Panther fame doing the score. I think he was busy with something else. I don't know. So you have... Um, Joseph Shelley, who did the Book of Boba Fett, coming to the score. You could not tell the difference. It's a lovely, lovely score. You hear all the Mandalorian light motifs. You get some good space battle music on that. But I think really one of the stars of this episode is the director, Rick Famuyiwa, who did some of the previous episodes in the Mandalorian, which are also some of the best episodes in the show. And I'm really happy to say that, if I'm not mistaken, he's doing episode seven and eight, so the final two episodes of the season. But oh man, I think. He's just a great director with great sensibilities for the Star Wars universe, whether it be in the humor, whether it be in the action sequences, you know, that standoff they have in the middle. Oh, just chef's kiss. But also, I really love his episodes. They do have some sort of thematic weight to them. If anyone remembers the episode last season with Bill Burr, you know, you had that whole questioning the Empire. You sort of got that more human side. And here you get that a little bit with... You know, Grief Kaga is trying to set up. Grief Kaga is a really stupid name. Uh, I think you can say that about most things in Star Wars, but so, you know, Grief Kaga is trying to set up his new. He's he's a magistrate of Navarro. It's moving away from the bounty hunter things in the past, but it's not as easy to just simply transition when you have had such a does a checkered past, I guess. So I think that angle to sort of ponder was really interesting. So yeah, Rick Family was great, and also, um. Speaking of which, I love these characters, you know, whether it be Dinjarin, whether it be uh, Grief Kaga, they, they just have great chemistry and they're a joy to watch on screen. You know, every time he says Mando, you can't about smile, you know, it just fills your heart with joy. Lovely stuff. Um, And, you know, I bitch about the Rise of Skywalker every chance I get. But the best part of that movie is Babu Frick and the physical comedy over here also just masterfully done the whole oh we can't do this yeah if you thought one bubble freak was good how about more bubble freak just chef's kiss um space battles here masterfully done 
I love that there's a bigger ship there. You know, it's, it's kind of like classic Star Wars, but done in a refreshing way. And I think you have to applaud being able to do that. Oh, the creature design on the big pirate ship. I was like, oh, that's a really good creature design. See, Star Wars is like, it's easy. It's easier said than done, you know? You know it's about, the, the formula is there, but seeing the formula done extremely well, kind of like a Marvel film back in the day, it, if it works, don't break it. And something about the creature design of the main pirate made me go like, oh, that guy means business. It just screams Star Wars. So I, I can't be happier. Um, yeah, I think that's... Oh, and there's, I, I, I see some stuff in the future for the future that's set up. There was a bit there. Where if you've seen Star Wars Rebels, you will know exactly what it's uh, alluding to with, with the thing Grogu sees in the hyperspace. And I was just like, okay, so this is what it's leading to. Cool. But also, at the end, too, I think Katie Sackhoff, who plays Bo-Katan, she really, I want to say stepped it up, but she was great at the end. I love the way she sat, too. Uh, it, said, it said a lot. You know, that kind of uh, defeated, I can't be asked, but also it had a boss angle to it, for lack of a better term. And the co- they have really good dramatic tension. You know what? would be not great. What if they turn to like lovers or something? That'd be kind of funny. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. But there, there was really good dramatic tension there, and I'm ninety nine percent sure that's going to be a through line of the season. I'd love to see the pirates factor in because you know they didn't die; they're going to come back. But yeah, but I think the setup. This episode's supposed to just draw you back into the Mandalorian. You know, it's it's been a while. Maybe you didn't see the book about Fett. Book of Boba Fett Mandalorian is kind of different to this Mandalorian. I, I, is it similar? Eh, not really, not really, not really. It's kind of its own thing, but this is sort of the formula perfected and also changed a bit to make it feel fresh in you. And I can't wait to see the next seven weeks of what this uh, season has in store. So, yeah, thank you. Um, I don't will, 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 will we be doing a what you think for every week? I'm, I'm sure I don't know. But, um, you know, if I feel compelled to, yeah, I, I, I just might. I just might. Anyway, yep, this is Momo signing off for what you think. And we'll see you next time. Whenever that, oh, I think it might be Creatree. Yeah, Creatree. Okay, goodbye. Have a great week ahead, whoever's listening. Ciao.